On today's episode, we talked about euthanasia. For our listeners, this could be a triggering topic, so enter at your own risk. We will define euthanasia, talk about the legality towards it, and our own thoughts on it. So listen in. Let's talk about death, baby. Let's talk about grief and mourning. Is it argumental or existential? What's it mean to me? Let's talk about death. Hi, I'm Benny Capal, and I'm a funeral professional. And I'm Nicholas Capal, a psychologist. Hey, Nick, let's talk about death. Let's do it. Dr. Nick. Hello, Benny boy. We got a big one today. Woo-wee. It's hot. Yeah, I mean, it's heavy. This piece of paper is Cremation? extremely heavy. Ching. Today we're going to talk about euthanasia. Me and you have talked a lot about this. Yes, we have. This is this this does spark a lot of my thoughts and imaginations. It sure it. does. Now, so Doc Nick, give us kind of a synopsis of euthanasia in general. What are we looking at? So, for all the listeners out there, euthanasia is the process in which the physician or doctor will end someone's life by administering some sort of um, cocktail with the permission of the person who is dying and the family members. That's what euthanasia is. Very good. And I just want to say for all the listeners, this is a very triggering topic. Um, Dr. Nick and I are not judging right, wrong, indifferent. We are bringing up both sides. We might bring up a little bit of how we feel about it, but we are not saying one way or the other is, is wrong or right. We're just kind of bringing up our own thoughts on it. Right, Doc Nick? Well, I, 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 let's let's kind of look at it as a debate because I think it's important, even if you believe one way, it's important to hear the other side because right. that's that's what honestly makes you um, more educated on the topic. And maybe, it, maybe it'll persuade you to change your mind. Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll make you actually have a stronger opinion at the end of this. So this is where my head is having a tricky part wrapping around. So hospice care. We're going to, we've talked about that amazing, what they do, the incredible, what they do. And yet again, this is not right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm just bringing up something to think about. So hospice literally comes into your home or you go to a facility and they basically uh, make you as, as uh, peaceful as possible. Comfortable. Comfortable. Thank you. That's the term terminology. Make you as comfortable as possible by giving you more and more drugs, sometimes morphine, mm-hmm. to eventually where it, it, it takes you out. It kills you. Yeah. Okay. How is that, in your, in, your, in your opinion, in your professional opinion, any different than euthanasia? So let's, let's think about this, right? Let's, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Still in hospice, there is, I'm guessing, maybe, I'm, maybe you know more about this than I do. Maybe I need to do some more research on this. But I'm guessing that a doctor is signing off on the Vicodin painkiller or morphine that is being administered, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. The, the, the hospice is nurses that come to the home, but they are always overlooked by doctors. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is, is there is no difference, right? It's just a longer process. Okay, I see what you're saying. So you get what I mean? It's, it's still not an a immediate. Doctor, it's not an immediate process. It's still a doctor prescribing. Maybe they're not physically administering it. Maybe the nurse is, right? Okay. Okay. But could think of we, like think of like the difference, like a marathon versus a sprint, right? Can we? Eth- so a sprint might be euthanasia. Like the doctor actually puts this cocktail together, 
and, and like you know a lot of our viewers probably have had to put down a pet and and take them into the vet and hold them while they, they give them the cocktail um and it peacefully puts them to sleep right that's the idea mm-hmm. that's the yep that's euthanasia right we're just yeah we're just administering to, to a human being versus a pet okay right the the um hospice right let's look at that more of like a uh, like I said, a marathon, right? It's it's slower because it's not actually a dosage that's going to immediately kill you. It's a dosage that over time is going to kill you. So would you say in 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 the eyes of the nation, right? Because a lot of states do not do not allow euthanasia. So we're going to start with that. Would you say that hospice is looked at more as an ethically humane way to euthanize? Absolutely. I mean, I, I think that's that's the whole idea of the the comfortability, right? Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, is and again, I I think when we're talking about euthanasia, I think it's really important to bring up the difference between ethical and moral. That's why I said ethical. I did not say yeah. moral. No, I for the viewers out there because I think a lot of people kind of um, not not misconstrue, but I think they they rope those two together, and there is two different. Right, right, because we're not going to bring in religion to this because obviously in some people's faith, we do not have the right to take life. Well, so. well, I think that's the, you know, that's number one problem, right? You bring up the idea of euthanasia, it immediately triggers a lot of people's morality. Right, right. And that's okay. That If, if you're listening out there and you're like, ooh, I don't like this topic, you know, it's totally okay. It makes sense, right? It goes against a lot of can, religions Can I there. say it's it's important that this is such a topic that needs to be debated, right? This is important because this is this is huge. This is a very heavy, uh, whether a state agrees or doesn't agree, this is a very heavy, heavy, um, it, it, it's finite, right? So once it's done, it's done. So that you can't go back. So So the idea is, why I'm getting into this is I, I well, was... I, and here's the other here's the other flip of the coin, right? The idea at that point for someone to go on hospice, they are in the stage of dying. They are going to die. Right. 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 So all this is doing is making it more comfortable. Now, is this exasperating the death? Like, I mean, is it making the death come quicker? Probably. Again, I'm not a. Let me let me just clarify for all the viewers out there. I am not a medical physician. I am a doctor of clinical psychology. Totally different fields. Yeah, but let's but let's go into that though. But, but let that's not that's not stipend the importance of what you do because you were you were explaining to me and go into this the states that do allow euthanasia, you have to be signed off by one or two psychologists. Am I not am I not mistaken? So from my from you have to be you have to be um, the last time I read it. For a lot of the states that do accept it is, is that you have to be signed off by two mental health professionals and that's what they say mental health professionals okay does that so can that be counseling can so i'm gonna be, be honest with you in my opinion that's very concerning oh because you can okay, okay yeah. and i'm not saying i'm not saying that you need a psychologist you don't need a doctorate but I, what i am saying what's concerning to me is is that i feel like it should be clarified as a specialized mental health professional, meaning that the person that should be signing off on this not only is, you know, has been trained as a therapist or a counselor or a social worker, um, but they should have some sort of specialty in the field of grief and loss. Hey, can I bring? Can I bring? Because that up? I, 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 it, it scares me that the the wording says a mental health professional. So are we saying 
again, this is me just yeah, me debating just if this Doc ever Nick being Doc if Nick this ever there. comes to Michigan, I'm gonna have some issues because if that's the way we're gonna explain it, I'm I'm a little concerned. Because the thing is is that I think there should be a lot of safeguards in this because again, and I'm not even worried about the lawsuits towards my profession. I'm legitimately worried about these people are literally coming to these therapists and asking, is it, am I insane of mind to, to end my own life? Interesting. That is the question, right? And that is what these, these two mental health professionals are doing um, is, is that they are basically making sure that you are in the sane enough mind to make this decision. That's that. And uh, so here's the other worry I have, right? When you stub your toe, and, and, and I'm comparing apples to bananas here, but I just want you to listen to me and, and follow me here. Mm-hmm. If you stub your toe, what is the first reaction? Ouch. Usually it's a lot worse than ouch. <laughs> right? you, cur- might, you might cuss, you might, you might. Some curse you words. Know, you know, you're, you're slinging your stuff. And that's because in, in the human condition, when we are in a lot of pain, we do things that we normally would not do, Correct. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. I'll, I'll, so I'll find you. Here's, so let's let's even spin this deeper. And this is just a thought. I'm not saying, again, this is just a thought I want everybody to think about. Yep. And this is why I think it's so important for this mental health, these mental health professionals Oof. to be specialized. Get the rabbit ears out. Because basically what we're saying is, is so, let's say someone is dealing with cancer, right? Mm-hmm. We yep. know yep. that that's going to be painful. Yeah. Okay. When we're in that much pain, are we competent? This is the question I have to ask because this is what a therapist has to figure out. Are we competent enough to make a final decision? I, you know, I don't know. I know. Let me play. Let me play the uh, the devil's advocate on this too. But flip that around. What kind of living is that? Where you're in that much pain. I am not. Absolutely, I am not. I again, this is devil's advocate here. I get where you're coming from, but what I'm saying to you is, is that is basically the role of those two mental health professionals, right? Is to absolutely. literally take into account their 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 state of being and say this person is competent enough to end their own life. And that brings up that brings up another thing. And I, I know this is way on and off topic, but I just want to yet again things that I think about in my profession on the death certificate if we were allowed in michigan to put you you died of euthanasia right i I think that would be the technical term i have no idea how it would turn up that would be anybody out there that their state allows it on the death certificate what do they actually put in those cases please write us back at let's talk about death pod at gmail.com i'd be very interested in that why i'm getting at that is in some insurances they won't accept certain deaths, right? They won't. They won't give the the money out to beneficiaries for certain kinds of death, right? So, do you think they would accept euthanasia if it was legally allowed? Well, I, I think that's 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 the reason why litigation is so tough is because it's not only, of course, right? There's there's money involved with health insurance and life insurance. I think the more important question that you're really asking is, again. Is this uh, a a separation between church and state? Well, and the the reality is, is that if it is legal in the state to for euthanasia, then absolutely the insurance company should be held to that standard. One hundred percent. It's just something to think about that most people wouldn't even. 
but that, I think that's the reason why it's not in all states yet. Mm. I think it is coming. I, you know, it's, it's just, um, I think it's a matter of time because the reality is, is I think a lot of states are are basically taking a step back and going, wait, let's see how these states handle. Right. This. Yeah, they're, like, they're using it as up, a learning experience right? for sure. And that's, and here's 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 the 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 ultimate I think most difficult thing for me. This is not a question that we can go back and study to see whether or not this was the right decision. Right, because it's so finite. It's done. Well, they're they're gone. You can't. Yeah, right? you can't they're ask dead. them how was that experience. So the worry becomes: is are we going to sign off on killing someone? Because that's really what we're doing at mm-hmm. that point, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, and and again, you know, I this is triggering triggering conversation, and I apologize, but I I think we need to say the right words here. Because I, the meaning, the reason why I'm saying killing is because let's say this person was not in their right mind to mm-hmm. make that decision. Yep. yep. And we j- just pulled the plug. Right. All right. How would you know, though? You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. It might, I want to go even That's further. That's what I'm saying. I want to go don't. here to you as a professional, right? So let's say you become one of those that are professional enough to make that decision, right? So let's say you do it for so many years and then you have this existential crisis where you're like, did I make the wrong move? And now we're already talking about burnout with psychologists, mental health professionals, counselors, et cetera, et cetera, funeral directors. We're not out of that class by any means, form or shape, hospice workers, et cetera. Is that just one thing more to add to a burnout situation? These psychologists that are making these huge, huge decisions, right? And then eventually maybe like have a have a total life changing feeling on that, right? And that's so finite. So now you're going back in in this thought of ha- did I do the right thing, right? Oh, and here's the other thing too. If you don't do it right, so Doc Nick, let's say you were like, I understand it's legal, but I personally don't feel comfortable doing it, so I'm getting out of this, right? I, I, will you I, I, be will you be st- stigmatized because you're not? I I I truly believe that this comes to Michigan. Um, I will definitely have to have some some words with whoever is making this this uh, come to reality, because I think absolutely a therapist has the right to decline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially if it if it's encroaching on their moral compass, just like church, like I said, separation of church and state. And I think, to be honest with you, I'd much rather have people say, I'm not comfortable doing that, than get forced into doing that and then making the wrong decision. Well, and that's what I was going to go at. Do you think if it was legal, you could be court ordered to do it? It's an interesting fact, because one of the things for for psychologists um, is is that if you are the only psychologist in, I, I forget what the, the actual law is. I should probably know this. I apologize to all the psychologists listening out there. But you pretty much are mandated to help them as best as you can. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Don't you like doctors make an oath like to do no harm, right? Right. That's but if you're idea. taking on if you're taking on something that you are going to do harm in, then you're doing the wrong because thing. Because whether too. you're harming them or yourself, you're harming one way or another. And that's an Absolutely. that's a, that's an interesting thought. Well, it's not. It's not. It's wait. Hold on. The oath is not to do no harm to ourselves. Do no harm to others. So you are the one no administering because to others. You you you're not the one pushing the button, but you but you signed off on it, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, you, you're part you, of that by omission, regardless, right? It, it, 
again, we're, we're, again, I'm not talking is, about sins. I'm just talking about you are again. We're we're bringing up this idea, this 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 question of ethics versus morality. Ethical, ethically, if you are specialized in grief and loss, you are the right person to be making that decision. If Ooh, you, you would have to do some soul searching because yeah. So that's ethical, right? Moral though, can I go to bed at night knowing that I basically said this person is okay to? allow a doctor to kill them. That's an interesting thought because at the beginning of this podcast, you literally said, I would want to make sure that the people that are chosen for this are chosen right, right? And then you went into, I would be the one probably that would be best suited for that. So now you are in this existential existential crisis because you are the one that should be doing it, but you don't want to do it. And I think maybe that's what's going to make that the right person to do that is, is that I, I know what this is going to do. So maybe I'm actually more suited knowing that I don't want to do this to do it because I'm going to making sure I'm crossing my T's and dotting my I's. I'm making sure this person is competent to make that decision because I literally would rather say, no, I'd I'd much rather not do that. That's so interesting. Well, and right. And and going, going to, I mean, again, to all the listeners out there, I am to be honest and be very uh, transparent. I am sitting on the teeter right now. I'm 50-50 whether I I would want to do it or not want to do it. Um, I just think that if we're going to do it in the state of Michigan, there really has to be some safeguards put into place because there is a lot of things that I question, especially reading this idea that it just has to be two mental health professionals. Okay, are we talking about, um, you know, someone who just got out of school? That they're allowed to do that. And again, I, I'm not saying anything about brand new therapists out there. I am saying that I think we got to be careful with our verbiage or wordage when we're talking about someone's life, right? Are we going to put, so for example, are we going to put a, um, a brand new um, surgeon on the president of the United States? Right? We're not going to do that, right? You're definitely going to have your T's crossed and your I's dotted. That's all you're saying is make sure if this is going to get done, let's do it right, right? Let's do it right from the start. Right. Well, here's my my question. Let's flip this. Let's flip the lens, right? So let's look at it from their perspective, the one that's dying, right? What if they want to end their life, but their family doesn't? How does that... Do you know enough about that? So let's say... Let's say I'm really sick, Nick, and you personally don't want me to end my life, but it's my body. It's my life, right? That's, that's, that's the idea. I can choose to do this, and I choose to do it. Is there, can you stop it? Well, I, I, I think how it is, though, right? If I find you're competent enough to make that decision, it doesn't matter what your family thinks. Interesting, but I thought in, in the euthanasia thinking, thought, the family has to be a part of it, The family has to accept it. I think that's written in there for someone who can't speak. Ooh, okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. you that know makes what I mean? sense. So they're still competent. Well, that's it. Well, here's here's why I'm saying this, because we've had this talk on, on other platforms, and somebody has brought up, or at least I was on a platform that talked about it. Somebody brought up some countries have it, some countries don't, and it's actually legal for you to go to another country, do it, and then come back. Not that person, obviously, because they're not coming back. But if you're a family member and you're purposely going to, um, and, and I, I'm sorry, I, I think I'm he- heard this right. Switzerland is you can legally euthanize in Switzerland. Okay. So this person, and I can't remember. I think they said the UK. They went from the UK. They heard of this family that went from the UK to Switzerland to kill their loved one, to end their life, and then when they got back, they were arrested. 
I have no is idea. That interesting. Well, I'm gonna is be, that, I, I mean, think about super, that. It's super interesting. I have no idea the laws of other countries. That's interesting. Well, look at even in states, right? Yeah. So if so if I so let's say, do you know one of any states for sure that uh, euthanasia? Uh, Colorado and Hawaii. I okay, know those so two let's say Colorado, perfect. right? So if I want to end my end my life, I could technically go to Colorado and do it. Would I be penalized See, again, being a Michigan I, resident? Again, I don't know the law well enough in those states. I'm guessing that you have to be some sort of a, um, that's where your home is. Anybody out there that knows how these are, if you're hearing these and you're like, oh yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like I said, feel free to email us at letstalkaboutdeathpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear feedback on this. Um, I'm sure we're going to we're gonna get a lot of emails on this one, Doc, but... I, I think it's just an incredible, incredible topic, but I think I think we'll we'll end it there. I think we're gonna we're gonna leave another episode open for assisted suicide because I think we could we could probably have multiple physician assisted suicide, physician assisted suicide. Mm-hmm. That is a different topic, absolutely. So I, I, Doc Nick, I think right now we'll we'll put that on pause and we'll go into some Q and A's. I think it's time. Q and A, Q and A, everyone loves that Q and A. Q&A's and those Q&A's popping in, dopping in, Q&A. So Woo. here we go, Benny Boy Slim. You ready? Let's do it. So the, the topic is, why do we have to be buried or cremated? Here we go. I would much rather just be thrown into a jungle or the ocean and let the animals eat me. I don't like the idea of being locked in a box, buried underground, or burnt into ashes. I'm just wondering why death is handled with all the weird mortician stuff the mortician stuff and where the fault and is so controlled with what's allowed to happen to your interesting well i think i think a lot of the reasoning behind why we have to do certain things is protection of the environment right because here here's 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 where we're at in today today for instance right you want to die and you want just to be thrown into a jungle is that yeah. basically what i said so yet again, if you wrote this question out there, I'm not saying you're right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm just I'm trying to answer this in the best way that I can. Think of it this way: if 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 your loved one just throws you into somebody else's property, that's not your property. A, um, the problem is today. What if we, it was your property? Okay, so you just want to be well. Let's let's talk about that. So there is a water stream underneath it. That so let's say you're on specific medications that have. Um, uh, toxic um toxic doses or are um what am i thinking of um radioactive radioactive material that's going into the ground system which could possibly going into the sewer system which could possibly going into the water um doc nick i think we already talked about um they they took tests on what the lakes, the lakes and they yeah. found um blood cum- pressure. Cum- yeah blood it. pressure medicine um so that's the okay, first. Okay. By the thing. way, the for everybody thing, listening, it's a very, very, very minute. No, absolutely, um, absolutely. B- uh, but they did find traces of uh, blood pressure medicine in the lakes, and which that's, is interesting. So that's so. Even if you don't take in the ground situation, now we have you're going to be predators are going to go after you, right? So you yeah. got foxes, you got this. So what if they go into radioactive and they spread it to them, right? Now we might have a possible DNR situation. Because the environment of the local surrounding area may be infected by this. Yep. On top of this, basically, the, the it comes down to is preservation of the dead too. So yes, we do live in a um, old school Christian 
nation. That's death. That that's how we were founded. Regardless of your 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 feelings, your I'm just saying how how it is. Where um, burial was um, the way the way that we do it, and, it, and it's interesting because I always like the, the the saying, and I can't always remember who it is, but you can judge a society by the way they they treat their dead. That's that I hundred percent agree with that. Um, and you know, I think it's interesting because I do think realize you don't have to now be buried or cremated. There's there's other ways that are coming out. Um, there is uh, ways that you can be turned into mulch. There is wa- water. Um, I always forget hydrala whatever it's like hydrolysis but it's 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 water cremation basically um and there's there's other ways um but yes it it does seem like the two main ways are cremation or burial i i do i do see that but now we're getting into uh, more of a society on green burials which is basically you are wrapped in in a shawl or a wicker casket and you're put in the ground depending on the cemetery of uh, of that because some are legit green and others are, are like kind of a hybrid between burial and green. Um, so you can look into that. The green burials are becoming a bigger and bigger thing, and that way you don't you have a little more uh, natural way of um, being uh, being disp- uh, disp- having a disposition. There are different countries that have different rules, just like different states have different rules. Things are changing very fast, extremely fast within the last hundred years. Um, so you might have different uh, different ways of disposition even in the next ten to twenty years. So um, just do your research on that. Um, realize that the morticians are not the ones that put laws into place. We are not the ones that are telling people uh, what to do. That is that is legal. So just make sure to to not blame your local um, morticians because um, it, it's it, it can be tough sometimes, and I feel like we kind of get thrown into the the barrel there. Doc Nick, how do you feel about that question? You know, I I think it's whatever way you want to um, leave your body. It, I mean, it's your body. Do what you want with it. But I think it's important also that we talk about you know as much as that you want to do that, as much as you want to be thrown into a jungle or a wooded area and, and left to basically be taken over by the environment, whether that is predators or j- just basically decompose and, you know, bugs and all that fun stuff. I think it's also important to ask your families how they feel about that. Right. Um, I think a lot of people in, I'm not, I'm not trying to say we're, we're narcissistic, but I, I do think that we forget about the, the survivors, like the people that loved you and, and want to have a place that they can go and visit you. And I could just think of the, the horrified people that would go to your place that you were thrown into. Um, and they see a, uh, just a leg left because a predator took all the rest. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would even more traumatize someone. So I, again, even if this was allowed in your state or your neck of the woods, in your, ching, neck, in your neck of woods, um, I think that you, you really need to just, you know, just talk to your families about it. Yeah, I think I, th- I think, Doc Nick, when this comes down to it, it's just important to, to really just do your education on this. There are more than just burial and cremation. And there's other places that you can do it. And like I said, the, the future is bright and it's and it's moving at a very fast speed. So I it would not surprise me if sooner or later there is more green, which is what you're saying, and being thrown in a jungle or ocean. So just look into that. 
Um, with that, Doc Nick, I just want to say to to our listeners, thank you so much. Especially on today, it was a very very tough uh, subject. If you have thoughts or concerns, or maybe this triggered you, feel free to write us. We'd we'd love to hear from you, or maybe we can help you at let's talk about death pod at gmail.com. We'll use these questions. Or if you just you just want to be anonymous and just ask Doc Nick and I something, we we'd love to help. This is why we're doing this. So please reach out to us. Tell us about your friends. Write those reviews. Well, um, you just spread the spread the spread the news, right? Let people know that if they're looking, you know, or, or thinking about death or their funeral or whatever, you know, tell them to check out the podcast. It might be very beneficial for them. Yeah. Just keep spreading the word on death. I mean, that's just really what we're after. So, you know, Doc Nick, if you're not talking about death, you sure ain't living. Have a great night, everybody.